This is Gemara Mtsachem Daf Ayin Vav. Today's year should be a Schushvu, a Shleim of Chaim Yitzchak Moshe ben Esterizel. He should have a complete recovery. He should continue hearing good updates. Of course, the rest of Achayim, Chavichus ben Malki, Dumir ben Akira, Menub ben Vigam, Michelet, Sipar, Natsasil, Yehuba, Chaim ben Sarsam, Simri, Yizol, Sarab, Askenendel, Yitubasim, Chayisir, Yisil, Mimindel, Ezebrazim, Shavale, Shavim, Basnami, Shavik, Shulchan, Valdovini, Tirivashmal, Dentil, Tinabal, and Rachan Rizim, Lukhaib, and Sminali, Brachabas of Yamusa, Besoy Sharachali, Yisrael, as well as Aschosivog, Vatalea, Bas, Ito. We pick it up in the bottom of Hey, Ahmed Bees. We are up to the Mishnah. We're still dealing, as the name of the parak discussed, the roasting of the carbon Pesach. And the Mishnah picks up the Naga Becharsa. If as you're roasting the carbon Pesach, you touch the Kharsa, which is the oven, was you often made out of Kharis, out of a pottery earthenware, shall tanur of the oven, yiklaif as mekaimai. You have to peel off that place, which this is going to be, today's going to be a very heavy day, a cautious uh, day. We're just going to touch upon so many different ideas. But says the Mishnah that if you touch that oven, then what happens? The point where you touch it is not considered sliish. It's not called roasted on the fire because it touched a boiling hot piece of earthenware. So that area that it touched, yiklaif, you have to peel off that place. We'll see a bunch of pictures on this in a moment. Let's say it's splattered. It's splattered from the gravy, splattered alacheres onto the earthenware. Bechazri love, and it splashed back and hit the carbon pesach. So now again, the area you have the carbon pesach, you have your animal. A little gravy drips down, hits the oven, splashes back. So the point where it touches the carbon pesach, that point is not being roasted by the fire. It's being cooked by the boiling hot gravy. So that area yitales mekayma, you have to remove that area. And of course, everyone's wondering. The first point we said yiklay peel. The second point we said yitales mekayma. So let's together look at Rashi. Rashi about sidelines. So the bottom Yitzlas Mekayim says Zloi Sagi Leibiklifa. It's not enough to peel it off. El Benetila Yafa Yafa Ba'Ivi. You have to take off a piece, a good chunk in the thickness. Dishuma Nivla B'Taychay, because the oil got absorbed into it. Harbe Alad Va'Isa Shuman Mavusham in Acheres, and therefore it's not enough just to peel off the little area that touched the oven. Nata Mirotvel Asaylas. The last case is if it dips drips onto the flour. The Gemara is going to tell us the flour is hot flour. Then Yikin says Mikaimai. Then again, you got to remove that area of the flour. Sachu b'shemin truma. Let's say you took your carbon pesach and you smeared it with oil of truma. So now it depends. If chaburas kaihanim, if you're kaihanim, you're allowed to eat it. If shal Yisrael, of course you're not allowed to eat it. Because Yisrael is not allowed to eat truma, then imchayu. If the carbon was raw, yedichanu. You just wash it off. Imsliu. If it's roasted, yikleif as achitz, and you got to peel off the entire outer layer. Which, first of all, you see a tremendous. The beginning of a lot of chadushim, maybe for some of us today, that if it's raw, meaning there's nothing cooking about it, the fact that it fell into something usher. It's cold. It's cold. So what do you do? You just wash it right off. However, if it's roasted, then you got to peel off the outside layer. Sachel b'shem shal meiser sheni. Let's say you use meiser sheni, which is something that has to be eaten in Yushalayim. You're not let to make the Bnei Chabura pay for that area. Why? You cannot redeem the Meiser Shani. So, now we're going to begin a lengthy discussion, Kashrus related, and this obviously is tremendous ramifications, not just in Garmin Pesach, but in everything, uh, something that's Kashrus and that's not. Let's begin. Says the Gemara Itmar. If something hot falls into something hot, everyone agrees that what, as we move along to today's Dav, by Vav, 
everyone agrees it is usher, which that we all know. You have a piece of meat, falls into a piece of boiling hot uh, milk. So what's that called? That's called basar v'chalav. That is forbidden. But now let's say something cold falls into something cold. Let's say your hot dog falls into your bowl of cereal. What do you do? It's going to be mutter. We'll see in the Gemara. What are you going to have to do? You just have to rinse it off. But now, something hot falls into something cold or something cold falls into something hot. Now, we have two layers. We have two levels. And we have to figure out which one is going to infect the other one. Let's just use uh, a simple solid example, to, solids, to make it uh, easier. You have a piece of meat that falls onto a cold piece of cheese that's hot onto cold. Or let's say the piece of meat is on the counter and a piece of cheese falls onto the piece of meat that's cold onto hot. In this, we have a tremendous machlaikis, Rav Omar Ilah Gavar. Whichever is on top wins. And therefore, when the top one is hot, that's going to cause the issue. Ushmul Omar Tata Gavar, the one in the bottom is going to win. So as we see examples of the Gemara, this will become much more clear, but one very important point is the Rashi over here. Rashi not always weighs in Allah Lamaisa, but here he does. Rashi on the first narrow line says, Generally, we paskin like Rav, but we paskin like Shmuel, the Tata Gavar, the bottom one wins. We're going to see there's two Brises that support Shmuel. So again, Shmuel holds the bottom wins, Rav holds the top wins. Now let's go straight into the Gemara. As the Gemara will see from the examples, hopefully we'll get a lot of clarity in what's going on over here. Tonight we learned in our Mishnah, and actually, I'm sorry, before we go into the Gemara's Rayas, let's take a moment to see some pictures. This is your carbon Pesach. This is going into an oven, into a fire, actually, on the bottom. But we see here in the picture on the left side is that the carbon Pesach is touching the wall of the oven. That was case number one in the Mishnah. What did the Mishnah say? Yik life. You have to peel, as you see over here, that it's peeling off that outer layer. But then the Mishnah said, let's say it drips back. We said in the case that it drips back, then what do you have to do? Then we said you have to take off yitales mekayme. As you see in this picture, they're not just peeling off the outer ledge; they're taking off a much bigger, they're taking off a much bigger chunk. So now let's go into the Gemara, and that's actually the case that we start with tonight. Not daf mi right If some of the sauce dripped onto the oven, vachazri love and it splashed back. What's the halach? As we just saw so beautifully, yitales mekayme. You have to remove that piece of the meat. We think right now, the oven is cold. There's fire inside the oven, but the actual walls of the oven, we think right now, are cold. And the carbon Pesach is hot. So you have a hot carbon Pesach touching a cold oven. Says the Gemara, let's figure this out. And now this is how it's going to play out. Hopefully, let's get lots of clarity. According to Rav, that what? The top one wins. Makes a lot of sense. The top one is hot. You're boiling out carbon Pesach. That touches your cold oven wall. What's the halacha? Yitales mekaymai. Why are you yitales mekaymai? Because the hot one wins, says Rav. Beautiful. Because the roitev, the boiling hot roitev goes. And it boils and it touches the cheres, the earthenware. And then the cheres goes and, and is, it gets heated up by the roitev. And now when the roitev splashes back, it's cooking the carbon pesach. From its heat, the cheres of the cheres. And therefore, I'm sorry, we just lost Amit. And therefore, what's the problem? Says the Gemara. As we spoke out in the Mishnah, Sli, Ej, Sli, Machmas. So 
according to Rav, it makes a lot of sense. Let's see the contrast in Shmuel, and then we'll speak out exactly what's going on over here. Says the Gemara El Shmuel, according to Shmuel, Damar Tatal Gavar, the bottom one wins. Cheres, the bottom Cheres is what? Kivan Ditsayin who? It's cold. What's going to happen now? So your carbon basic drips, a boiling hot piece of basic drips on this Cheres, on this oven, which is cold. So what happens? The cold wins. The bottom wins, says Shmuel. So Akuri Maker Law. So the bottom's going to cool off that sauce, the right dip to the sauce. So then when it splashes back, what's essentially splashing back? Cold sauce. It's true, it's hot. But in our lachic eyes, what is splashing back? Cold sauce. Because Shmuel says, Tata Gavar, the bottom one wins. So that which is splashing back is cold. And therefore, says the Gemara, Why do you have to take off the place? It's like a cold piece of something not kosher, dripping back, or it's even better. What was all concern in the Mishnah? The concern of the Mishnah was that it's not sliesh. It's not roasted by a fire, but rather it's roasted by something else. It's roasted by the heat of the oven. But ask the Gemara one second. If according to Shmuel, the Tata Gavar, the bottom one wins, the oven here is cold. So when the sauce drips onto the oven, the oven, cold oven wins. That makes that sauce now cold. So what's going to happen now when it splashes back? Nothing. So what's the problem? Answers the Gemara for Shmuel, because the Armar of Yirmez of Yirmez explains the Shmuel, just like he explains the next part of the Mishnah, that the flour was boiling hot, so too the oven is hot. So again, the question of the Gemara was assuming the oven was cold. If the oven was cold, it only made sense according to Rav, that a law Gavar, the one on top, wins. So... <coughs> Excuse me. So according to Rav, the top boiling hot sauce wins. So when it drips on the oven, it's going to overpower the oven. Heat up the oven, splash back, cook the carbon basalt from something which is not fire. Therefore, says the Gemara, that's a problem, says the Mishnah. You got to take off that area. But according to Shmuel, that's how tall cover, the one at the bottom wins. The Gemara doesn't understand. What would the issue be? Because it falls in something cold. The cold guy takes over. Now when it splashes back, it doesn't do anything. So why does the Mishnah say you have to remove that area? Therefore, says the Gemara, the case must be that the oven is hot. Tanana, we're going to have the exact same jack of the in the next case of the Mishnah. Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah. We said if a bit of the carbon Pesach gravy drips onto the flour, you got to remove that area of the flour. The exact same thing. We think the flour is cold. Same exact issue. Therefore, I understand you have to remove the area of the flour. Why? Because the boiling hot carbon pesach juice is going to heat up the flour. And then it's going to heat itself up. And then the right dev is going to essentially be cooking from the heat of the flour, and it's not going to be cooking from what? The heat of the fire. Again, the exact same thing. You're coming past because boiling out of chips into your flour, then it's going to get heated by the flour because we're going to rav what happens. The top one wins. So the top heated sauce is going to heat up the flour, and then it's going to go back and heat up the carbon pesach. So that's not called sliesh. It's called roasted, heated from something else. The bottom one wins. Soylest. The flour can say, Nancy, it's cold. It's going to cool off the sauce and nothing's going to happen. Why do you have to remove it? Says the Gemara, like we just saw, we're talking about boiling hot flour. 
That is the end of issue number one in the Gemara. Again, Machlik is Rav and Shmuel. Rav says top one wins. Shmuel says bottom one wins. We had two questions from the Mishnah. Each one we answered. So now the case of the Mishnah comes out that the flour and the oven in the Mishnah were boiling hot. Therefore, it could fit both with Rav and with Shmuel. To now we learn to the Mishnah. Eight lines before the wide lines. Sochu b'shemin shel truma. If you if you smeared the karma basket with oil of truma, what's the Im chaburas kehanim yechilu if the karma beladi idim she Yisrael. If they're Jews, then Jews can't eat truma. Yisraelim. I'm sorry, not Jews. If they're Israel, they can't eat Juma. So him chayu. If the carbon was raw, you just rinse it off. Because that's cold gravy, cold oil, on cold meat. Just rinse it off, no problem. Im sliu, but if the carbon was already roasted, you cliff is a chitz and you gotta peel off the outer layer. Says the Gemara, let's figure this out. The top one wins. Now I understand. Now I understand why you could peel off the outer layer. Why? Ah, one second. The outer area was what? The oil. The oil is cold. Since the oil is cold, should anything happen? No. So Rashir speaks out. It's true, nothing should happen, but at some level, it's going to go in a little bit. It's going to go in a little bit, so you're going to have to peel off the outer layer. Al-Lishmuel, the bottom one wins. Kima dechamu, what are we talking about? Boiling our carbon pesach, that's roasting, that you put on oil on the outside. So true, according to Rav, the oil is cold, so that's going to essentially win. So really, nothing happens. Maybe a little bit gets in, so we say peel it. But according to Shmuel, that the bottom one wins, the bottom one is a boiling hot piece of meat. So Kima dechamu, mevla bala, it's going to get absorbed in. Amai sagulei biklipa, why is it going to suffice to peel the outer layer, Nitzar Ligamri should be completely forbidden. Says the Gemara, you know why? According to Shmuel, shiny sicha, anointing, rubbing oil on is different than mashu ba'am, but just a little bit, huda avida, and therefore even Shmuel will agree that only a little bit goes in, and therefore peeling it is going to be enough. Every single line here is a tremendous detail when it comes to kashras, this whole idea of klipa, this whole idea that something goes in just a little bit. But for now, let's just get clarity in the Gemara. So again, we had another question on Shmuel. The Gemara defended Shmuel by saying that it's true the carbon basic is boiling hot and you're putting oil on, and therefore the carbon basic is boiling hot should win. However, the Gemara defended by explaining that since you only put a little, you, you just rubbed them outside, only went a little bit, so Shmuel's going to agree peeling is going to be enough. Now, says the Gemara, after three questions on Shmuel, three defenses for Shmuel, Tane Kavazi the Shmuel, that we're going to have two explicit riots to Shmuel, which is we saw Rashi and Tavav and taught us, which is why we Paskin like Shmuel. That the Gavar, that the bottom one is going to win. Says the Gemara, Tanik of Asi Dishmol. Cham the Techam, when it's selling hot, falls and selling hot, also it is forbidden. Selling cold falls into something hot. This is very critical over here. Selling cold, fall, cold falls into something hot. What's that, Lacha? Also, right there, that was the riot to Shmol. Cold into hot. According to Rav, what wins? The cold wins. So it's not going to be forbidden. According to Shmuel, the bottom one, the cold, hot wins. Therefore, Usser, that's a riot to Shmuel. Cham the Techsein, it's like half full, it's like cold. Vesein the Techsein, it's like cold, it's like gold. Mediach, you just rinse it off. Now, says the Gemara, Cham the Techsein, now it's like half full, it's like cold. Mediach, you rinse it off. One second. Kim the Chamu, since it's hot, at the maker lay. True, it got cooled off. You have to like ball a porta. It should be absorbed a little bit. Again, we have something hot that falls in something cold. So it's true that the cold wins, but the hot should penetrate a little bit. Says the Gemara, Klipa Mia, but Nivai, you should have to peel it. Elema, you know what the case is false. Cham, the Teich Sainin, add it to cold. You're right, Kailif, you're going to peel it. Sainin, the Teich Sainin, you're going to rinse it off. But again, what was the riot? The riot was the second line over here that Sainin, Janazda, Cham, cold into hot. It's us. 
Matzer that only works with Shmuel. According to Rav, that makes absolutely no sense because the signing should win. Raya number one to Shmuel. Raya number two, Tani Yidach Pasar Raisiach, boiling on meat, Shnafalatai that falls into milk. Raisiach, which is, sorry, I don't know why my page keeps on flipping on me. Boiling on meat that falls into boiling on milk, which what? Chalav Raisiach. And similarly, Vechain and similarly, Soinin. Soinin that is cold, Shnafalatai Cham, falls selling hot, Osir. Right there again, a riot to Shmuel. You have cold, falls selling hot, and it's saying it's a problem. Why is it a problem? It only makes sense, according to Shmuel, that that Ta'agavar, the bottom one wins, the bottom one which is hot, overpowers. Therefore, you have an issue. Cham, Utech Soinin, selling hot, falls selling cold, the Soinin, Utech Soinin, my dear, he rinse it off. The exact same question. That's when you wash it off. Again, too explicit rise to Shmuel. Cold into hot. It is also why? Because Tata, Gavar, the bottom one, wins. Says the Gemara, Omar, Mar. Cold into cold, you just rinse it off. Which I'm sure for many people is a chiddish. Again, you're Hot dog falls into your bowl of cereal. We think we have a terrible issue. No, just rinse off the hot dog. Everything is good to go. Everything is cold. And now we're seeing one of the olive phase of all of your idea that you only can have a transfer of bleos. You can only have a transfer of anything between two items if there is a liquid hot medium. If there's no hot medium, then nothing could transfer between the two items. Of course, we're much more machmer. We keep things separate, etc., etc. But this is the halacha that when there's nothing, there's no heat, you'll have no transfer. Oh, sorry for the Gemara's, what the Gemara is about to say. It's only if it's not salted. Now, don't get excited. Don't think it just means anything that's salted. We'll see in a moment what that means. If you have an item which is salted and it's cold, seemingly it could, yes, transfer. It's blea. Blea is absorbed taste. It could transfer its gender to the other item. Says We see that Shmuel says, Something that is salted. It says, like a hot item. Meaning, it's like it's hot. It could transfer off its tam, its taste, and its blea to the other item. Kavush. If it's pickled, which is also very important, like cooked, what does kavush mean? Kavush means that it sits in an item for 24 hours without any heat. You have a chicken soup that sits inside your pot for 24 hours. You never put it on the stove, but there's a piece of chicken and you have a liquid chicken soup, whatever the case is. Then the pot becomes meaty, becomes sleeshik, merely from the fact that it's sat in there 24 hours, kimivushal, like it was cooked, even without any heat. Says What's this salty business? It's like it's Eat it, it's so salty, only very salty. That's when this halacha applies. Which obviously is not so common. Usually, any item that you salt is edible and therefore will not transfer over due to the salt. Says Gemara Hubar Geisel, there was a pigeon, the Nafal Ekada, the Kama. It fell into a type of a dairy dish, or I says like a kutach dish. Shari Rav Chenina, Berei Rav Chenina, Berei permitted the Rava Mipashrinia. Amar Rava, Man Chacham Lemeshu, who is this Tamu Chacham that permits it? Milsa, Kia, like this. Ilav Rav Chenina Berei, if not for Rav Chenina Berei, the Rava Mipashrinia, Gavar Rabu is a wonderful person. And this is a Raya we've said many times that to me, Mekel is much more difficult to permit something. It's really Rashi and Bey, I believe, Beis and Beis, that to permit something to be Machmer, anyone can be Machmer, just don't eat. It, but to be makel and say you're allowed to eat something to allow something to be mutter that is much more difficult because you have to have a real reason to be makel so you have to be a gavra rabba a real time a real paisik to be able to be makel Amr says the Gemara Ki Amr Shmo Meliach Areu Kereseach something that is salted it's like it is it's only if it's so salted you can't eat it this was able to be eaten and that's the reason why they were makel meaning even though this pigeon fell into a milky dish we thought it's an issue because we thought the pigeon was salted says the Gemara no 
no, nothing doing, it's not that salted, and therefore it's not a problem. If it's raw, something that is roasted, it sounds like it needs to be klifa, you need to peel it off, even if it's cold. And the Gemara now explains, if there is no cracks. But if there are peely, if there are cracks, which is the reason why I gave the example of a hot dog, because a hot dog generally is a smooth exterior. Once you have, let's say, a piece of meat, a cooked piece of meat that's going to fall into your bowl of cereal, then you can have bigger issue because that's ispe peely. It has cracks. Once there's cracks, things go inside the cracks, and then it's going to be much more machmer. Says Gemara Aser v'mutvabatavli, and similarly, if it's seasoned with spices, Aser is forbidden. And Rashi explains the reason is. Because once it is seasoned with spices, that allows the blia to go in easier. Says the Gemara, Omar Rav, as we move along to Ayin Vavim Abayz, Omar Rav, Basar, Shchuta, Shamin. You have a fatty piece of meat, Shetzalei, that you roasted in Basar, Nevila, Kachash, which is a lean piece of meat. Asar is forbidden. Now let's, don't jump to conclusions exactly the case. Let's see the Gemara. My taima, Mefat Miadadi, because it fattens each other. Okay. Valevi Omar, Valevi says, Afilu Basar, Shchuta, that's lean. That's all in Basar Nevela Shaman. Mutter is going to be permitted. Levi is the opposite extreme. My timer. Reicha ba'almu v'reicha lav milsahi. And Leicha is nothing. So we have a tremendous machlekes here between Rav and Levi. Rav said it's forbidden. Levi said it's permitted. What is the machlekes? Machlekes is Reicha's milsi, which tells us what's the case. We have this piece of meat that's cooking with something not kosher, basar, shchutu, which is kosher, with navilu, which is not kosher, which will be a similar idea between uh, basar and chalav, or milk and meat will be a similar idea. It doesn't mean they're actually cooked together. What it means is they're both in the oven at the same time. Says the Gemara, if they're in the oven at the same time, again, two Solid items without any liquid. I'll explain why in a moment. It's machlokes Rav and Levi. Levi says it's not a problem because it's just recha. Recha's la milsi. Recha the I don't know if the word is odor. It's not. It's, it's nothing. Just the, the mere being in the airspace is nothing. Whereas Rav says it is an issue. I say without any liquid because once there's going to be a liquid medium, then there's something called zeya. Zeya is steam, and that's much more machmir. Exactly how to deal with that is a different discussion. Which is the reason we don't cook milk and meat in the oven at the same time. Maybe if it's covered, as one discussion, etc., etc. But to put things in the oven at the same time is going to be a problem due to Zayah. And we see also would even be a problem on dry items, potentially, due to the fact of something called the Reicha. Says the Gemara, Ovid Levi Ovda, Levi did a, a story, Beirish Kalusa, Big D, Vidavar Acher, with a goat, and Davar Acher with a pig. And we see that Levi was so not concerned. Rechalav Milsi, he cooked in one oven. There was a goat, and there was a pig, and he wasn't, he said, No problem, Rechalav Milsi, what's the problem? If it's mutter, it's mutter. We see how extreme his opinion of Rechalav Milsi. Says Gemara, Mace Vey lines from the top. You're now let a rose, two karma vessels together, due to Mixture. My love, what's the case? That we're afraid that the taste is going to transfer. What does it mean that we're afraid? And it's a kasha to Levi because Levi said, Seemingly, we see Recha is yes, Milsi. You can't cook the two carbon vessels together. Says Maraloy, that's not the reason. The reason is because we don't want themselves to perhaps touch each other, an actual issue. Why would it be an issue if they touch each other? The reason would be because you have to be mimana, you have to have your carbon besach. I mean, that actually was the havamina, that what does it mean the tam is going to transfer? They're both the same item. The reason the tam is going to transfer, that's being your carbon besach and no one's else. The Gemara is answering, the problem is that it might touch each other. Says the Gemara, and we'll explain this further. It's logical, but it's it says, I feel like a goat in the sheep. That they're going to touch each other. I need to tell 
if you look Gdivit Salat, what's the issue? If the whole issue is that you have to have your carbon Pesach, and being in the same ear space as another carbon Pesach is going to infect yours, then what's the difference, goat and sheep or goat and goat? Elamayel Karcha, what's the Vamli Taruvis, Kufanu, the Osser? Of Taruvis, Taimim, Shari, that's not our concern, just being in the same ear space. Rather, the concern is taruves gufan, which you want to see Rashi a few lines up. Rashi explains me what that you don't want to actually mix each other. That if they touch each other, it's going to actually be a real transfer of taste, and that's going to be an issue. So we had a question seemingly on Levi that said rechalav milsi, and you're allowed to put things in the airspace. And the Gemara is answering that is not the case. It says Gemara leimet davit yofta de rav. So now it's a question on Rav because Rav said recha is milsi. You're not allowed to put things in the same oven. Here we see you're allowed to. Amar Rav Yirmiyah Two different bots. Two different bots. So what's the case? That they're not touching each other. What is the mixture? Says the Gemara in the first wide line. That were afraid that they're going to touch each other and it's going to affect each other and it's not going to be yours because you have to be registered in your karma alser. And even if it's similar to two pots, what does it mean it's similar to two pots? That they're not touching each other, they're separate. That's also forbidden. Why? Because we're afraid that maybe it's going to come mixed up. Maybe they're going to touch one another and you're going to come make a mistake, Rashi says, and that's going to be the problem. And if you have a different animal, I have a goat and you have a sheep, which we know both are kosher for the karma best, still you should not put them in the oven together. We're afraid they're going to come to get mixed up. Amar Amari. So that is the end of the Kasha and Levi, Kasha and Rav, defense for each one. Says Gemara again, Rav holds Recha Milsi, Levi says Recha La Milsi, and now let's conclude the daf. Amar Amari, two lines into the white lines, Kitanoi, it's a machlekes tanoim, the sheetas of Rav and Levi. Says you take off hot bread from the oven and also shall truma. And you put on top of a barrel of wine of truma. Rameir also Rav Yehuda Mater. Rav Yehuda Mater b'shal chit and Rameir says it's also. Rav Yehuda says it's mutter. Rav Yehuda says it's mutter if it's a barrel of wheat. I'm sorry, bread of wheat. Rav Yehuda shall sayrim of barley. Why shall sayrim shayevos? Because barley absorbs more. What's this machlekes? You take off hot bread. You put on top of your barrel of truma. Machlekes mutter also my love. Tanoi it's machlekes tanoiim. Tamar savarich alav milsi and therefore we're not. That's Rav Yehuda. That's Rav Yehuda. Therefore, we're not afraid of the fumes of the chuma coming out and going into your bread. He umar savar, but the first man Amar, Ramir is going to hold recha milzi like Rav, and therefore the fumes of the garb of the chuma are going to go up into your bread, and therefore it is forbidden. Says the Gemara. So seemingly, Rav and Levi are already a machlek as Ramir and Rav Yehuda, which of course we never want to do. Says the Gemara. No, it's not true. Le Levi, according to Levi, vadi tanoi, it's a machlek is tanoi. That's true. However, le Rav neima tanoi. Amr Rav. You know, Rav's going to respond. I hold recha milzi. The Kuliyama agrees with me. Everyone agrees. Mecha milsi. Lav itmar. Excuse me. The Kuliyama recha milsi. Lav itmar. Do we now learn about that case of the bread that he amar rabba barachanam reish lakish bepas chamor tov and hot bread v'chavis pesuchan an open barrel different call than everyone agrees it's aser bepas soinan is v'chavis megufa if it's a cold bread and a closed barrel different call mutter what's that machlekes loinachluch kuelu bepas chamor hot bread v'chavis chatuma sealed barrel you have one of them or pas soinan is v'chavis pesucha and that is going to be the machlekes says the gemara v'anami in our case. 
case is kipas chamba v'chavas b'sucha damya is similar to that case. So Rav is going to say, I do not necessarily have to say it's a machlekes tanayim. I could defend myself that everyone agrees reicha milsihi, and it's a different discussion over there. And we'll conclude with Tani Rav Kana Brader Rav Chenan Asaba pas sheafa bread that was baked in sli with meat betaner in the oven aser lachla bekochtra. That's called dairy inflation equipment. You're not allowed to eat it with milk. Ahi binsa. There was a certain type of fish the itva bahadi bisur that was cooked with meat. Also, Rav and Bibarzak de lemechla bekotzcha. Again, meat and fish that was cooked in the same oven. And he said, you're not allowed to eat it with milk. This is called fleshic equipment. Mar baravashi amar afilu b'milchanami. Even itself, you can't eat it with salt. Asura, why? This is the makar. You can't eat meat and fish. Mishadikashil arechah. It's bad for bad brother. Dover acher. It causes saras. Lodi gemara. We saw the makairis for eating milk and fish. We saw the makairis for fleshic bread. We saw the makairis for the, all the premises of Basra Bechalov that hot and hot is an issue. Cold and cold is not an issue. Perhaps item has cracks. It could be an issue. We saw the side of Khalifa of peeling something off the outer ledge. We'll pick up from the Mishnah tomorrow.